I just don't know how to change notes, but I feel like my whistling skills would at least save me if the Titanic was sinking. Like I can't, it's really for business <laughs> than pleasure. It's not for pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Remember I like taught myself how to whistle in college. What? Yeah. I was like very dedicated to this mission. You were fully aware of it. <laughs> I was, it was like every day I would practice just like one day for like five months in a row. And I thought I was living with a bird. Nope. This was <laughs> actually, this was senior year. So this was I wasn't around were, as much. <laughs> You're kind of absent. Yeah, <laughs> a, I went out for milk and never came back. Yeah. You, you said you were going to the grocery store. You didn't hear me whistling. I'm perfect uh, for this movie, Daddy Issues Galore. I know, I know. Um, so do you want to sing anything or do you just want to launch right in? Yeah, I think we just launch right in. We can talk about Uncharted as well. Okay, we can just do a double feature because right now it's like two spy criminal thief. Red this is better. <laughs> okay, but then I'm just saying they're just both in my head. Gotcha. And I was going to say we could like start out strong like um uncharted does immediately in the they like you know start out with the like plane scene oh, yeah. right away with like no like we're just gonna like, start halfway through the <laughs> halfway through the pod yeah and I really think that's a good point about <laughs> yeah so I think we could do that um I say we just jump into it with the intros Hello and welcome back to Remake Hot Take, the podcast where we play TV and movie executives pitching remakes of our favorite and new media. I'm Maria Schwarz. I'm Brooke Reese. And today we are talking about the Netflix movie Red Notice and possibly Uncharted. (laughs) Just in case something gets filtered in. (laughs) So Brooke, what did you think of Red Notice? I... I don't remember when I first watched this. I don't know. Do you know when it came out? How long it's been out for? I want to say definitely since like New Year's because I was thinking about watching it on New Year's Eve with my family. And then I was like, no. Yeah. So I want to say it's been out for a little while. I think I watched it like maybe a couple months ago, maybe two or three months ago then. Mm -hmm. And um, my initial reaction is that I have not, liked a single like new movie that I have watched in the past like year two years I don't know the pandemic's hitting me hard I think you liked um everywhere something all at once or something except for the hot dog not as much as other people like I'm just kind of like riding on this like you liked senior year everything's been like okay nothing has like hit me with like a this will change my personality like I I wouldn't say that I have wanted to rewatch like any movie really that I've seen in the past like year to two years I don't know it may be like depression (laughs) but it may not be the movie's fault I think like Ryan Reynolds has done he did like 40 Netflix originals that had like no marketing. I had no idea that they were coming out. And this is like one of them that I like saw, but there are like five more that I haven't seen that he has yeah. on there. I haven't seen like the Adam Project or Adam Project, Free Guy. Free I Guy, I haven't seen that one too. That one has that- Joe Keery. Oh, does it? Yeah, Maybe our little Steve it. Harrington. I've been, uh, my parents finished all of Stranger Things and they love Steve now. Yeah. And so I, I showed my mom, I was like, oh, this is, um, this is Joe, uh, DJO, which until I have, uh, did research on it, I have been pronouncing as DJO, which apparently is not how (laughs) Joe Curie pronounces his music band self. Um, and my mom says that he should stick to acting. So (laughs) That's a little professional advice. Yes, feisty. Oh my gosh. Right? Uh, um, but anyway, back to Red Notice. <laughs> but anyways, I think I'm feeling just kind of like a general sense of tiredness with, 
I guess, would you consider these like mid-budget movies? And it's weird because I generally mm. like love um, a mid-budget like fee for criminal or spy movie like that's action action comedy is usually like one of my favorite genres um but I think we've just been like inundated with so many combined with the fact that like for some reason I am not like being marketed any of these movies anymore like I have (laughs) I need to be wooed I yeah I want to be seduced I want to be like I want to see like ads for it Mm -hmm. months in advance I want to see different cuts of the trailer and it wasn't like it, it, it was too much of a high budget that it wasn't like, oh, an awful low budget Netflix find where you find it and you're like, whoa, like this is amazing. Like it's amazing accidentally. This is like trying to be a good movie. Um, the, all of that being said, these are just like personal problems that I'm bringing to the table <laughs> is that like, I thought it was good. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I thought it was, I thought it was good. But I didn't think it was like amazing. So I knew you you like texted that you like like adamantly loved this movie. <laughs> so I'm excited to see what you really enjoyed about it. But I did rewatch it last night. Um, and there is like a big like twist at the end, which I did think was a good twist. I did not see that coming. I do remember being like, oh <gasps> so um upon rewatching it was fun. I always love like when a movie has a big twist rewatching and getting to see all of the like small things that they've worked in there that you like only notice or get the point of on the second watch so that was fun to do this time around um I did enjoy that I think uh, it's kind of like three actors first of all Gal Gadot like Twitter doesn't like her Twitter doesn't like like the imagine thing and also the war and stuff I feel like she's just had some stuff yeah also like Palestine (laughs) like Israel (laughs) like she is I don't know some might call her a war criminal I like I literally googled like Israeli Palestinian crisis (laughs) before we got on here I was like what are the details um and was trying to learn like a hundred years of like complicated history about why I should not like this woman um so Twitter like my Twitter feed like is kind of full of like hyper film people like talking about who we hate and who we don't hate and I'm like oh my god I never knew all this stuff before it's a lot people basically don't like Ryan Reynolds because he did get married on a plantation with Mm -hmm. Blake Lively which they have since apologized for I think I like Ryan Reynolds I think he has done for me a little bit too much of the same exact character and same exact thing like, and it's his brand. I mean, it's that like funny, dark humor, like, um, what is it called? Like anti-hero or whatever, um, that he's done since Deadpool, but he's kind of like only done that for the movies that I've seen him in. And so it's gotten like a little bit tired. Um, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, I find no fault in him. He, I, (laughs) I don't know what Twitter's saying about him, but Brooke is saying, I still like this man. Endorsement. <laughs> I yeah, I will buy whatever tequila brand. I don't know. They all have like a tequila. I mean, his wrap though. Do you remember the wrap? No. What? Yeah, he, had oh, a, what? he had a rap. He started like a random rapping career, and everyone was like, oh, oh, rock, yes. you are doing so well. You didn't need to do this. Yeah, the TikTok song. Well, they got to diversify their their investments. So he's like, I'm going to be a rap star. But he, I have followed him since like the Disney Channel original movie. It's not an original movie, I don't think, but. Uh, exactly what you're, the football one? Yeah, the game football plan. One. Yeah, the game plan. I have followed him since then, since he had hair. And I have enjoyed, you know, I did he have hair in that movie? He did. He had hair in his first like five movies. Um, you should Google it right now. (laughs) I recently rewatched that a couple months back, but I um thoroughly enjoy all of his movies. I do not think he is a brilliant actor, nor do I think Gal Gadot is a good actor. Um, but Dwayne But they're hot and that's all that counts. Gal Gadot is very beautiful. Um the rock is 
intimidatingly in his size. <laughs> Beautiful. I don't know. He does have hair. I told you he has hair. You doubted me. Um, makes me he, uncomfortable for some reason. Yeah, he has hair in his first like a couple of movies. But yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy every piece of trash that he puts out. Um, and but so it was kind of like three like massive talents, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I necessarily liked the meshing of The Rock with Ryan Reynolds. Um, just because Reynolds was just giving me the sh- same stuff that he does every single time. And I was just like a little bit bored with it. That being said, like, I I don't think this movie is like bad in any way. I just like am depressed and <laughs> didn't think it was <laughs> amazing um, in any in any sense but yeah overall opinion would be like a 3.5 out of five stars from critic brooke reese (laughs) but yeah i don't know but But the rock five out of five the rock five out of five ryan reynolds like 3.5 out of five gal gadot one out of five free Palestine. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I did some internet research, but I don't know if that's accurate. She just, in my mind, isn't that good of an actor and she's just pretty, but there are other pretty people. I don't know. I am just <laughs> I'm flabbergasted. Um, but we can get into it. I don't want to like yuck your yum too much. Like, <laughs> what is that? Like, I don't want to diss. Who on says something. that? My cousin said that <laughs> when I was like five years old, and it stuck with me. You just sound like you just came out of the forties. All of a sudden, I don't want to yuck your yum. <laughs> I don't want to yuck your yum, Maria, <laughs> but carry on. Um, so like, I don't want to diss on something that you like too much, but I'm interested to hear like what your initial impression, what? I'll like, never get over yuck your yum. That makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> that makes you violently ill. <laughs> yuck your yum. Like you like take a bite of something and you're like, oh my God, yum. And then someone's like, yuck. And then it's like, oh, that makes me sad. <laughs> and then you put down the candy bar or whatever you were eating. So I don't want to make you put down the candy bar. <laughs> but I'm okay. We've taken this, this phrase to its end point. Um, but I'm interested to hear like what your initial attraction was to this movie and like why you loved it so much. And then we can jump into some further details too. I just feel like we have been striking out you and me lately sorry to air our <laughs> relationship <laughs> what are we speaking out on <laughs> I just feel like we have very different like you really like senior year you really like twilight and I just like shit it on all of them I think we but I think the nice thing about our friendship is that we agree on the stuff that matters like Ansel Elgort is a creep <laughs> Yeah, we're very solid on like uh predatory people. <laughs> <laughs> um, um but but Twilight is one where like it's so bad it's good. Was that this for you or no, was it This so is good my film. Good? This is my film. It has history. And yes, Ryan Reynolds plays the same character, but he does it so well. He does. Like I just I liked think. all of his jokes and then uh they had Great British Bake Off. Ed Sheeran juice like it's just it ticked all the boxes for me (laughs) all the juice boxes it's everything Um, fun film (laughs) like we open up with a documentary which is great and then we go into an arts and crafts session like come on this is my film oh well I can appreciate it for that then maybe you'll turn me around by the end because I'm not like anti this film I'm just like eh, good neutral (laughs) I don't know. I just thought it was really funny. And like, obviously it's very much like reminiscent of other spy thievery movies, like national treasure and stuff. There was a lot of parallels, but I really liked it. I like Ryan Reynolds a lot. I do too. Despite the problematic things. I, I like, uh, well, yeah. I mean, I think the only problematic thing that I've seen people point out is the is the plantation and I think they Mm -hmm. have thus 
since apologized for it. They raised a lot of money for Ukraine. Yeah, I don't think he's a bad person as, 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 you know, little as a celebrity millionaire can be a bad person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But um, I think he's funny too. And I do like the bit that he does. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. For me, I've just seen it a little too much. And I think it's not like anything on him or on this film. I think it's just like a combination of, I haven't, haven't seen that many new movies because <laughs> I've just been doing rewatches. So the ones that I have seen, I've just been like frustrated by my lack of like love <laughs> for any of them but Do you I think will- Ryan Reynolds could play like a different character like if he was like in a very serious Manchester by the sea kind of like <laughs> role do you think that would take you out of it or do you think you'd be like why is this man crying it's Ryan Reynolds right? why is Deadpool <laughs> crying <laughs> he doesn't have a family that loves him that he accidentally killed um what has what other films has he been in? I feel like his early career was like the proposal. Still, yeah, was still rom-com, but it was a mm-hmm. slightly different like I mean Green Lantern. I never saw Green Lantern. Good. <laughs> but good, it wasn't worth it. But I just feel like his character, Ryan Reynolds' character, would be like really great at cosplay, you know? Like he was just like DIY king. He was in this movie. He was like, they didn't really go into like the intricate details of of his his full skill set, but it was impressive. Like Uh, I just never realized because I guess like the bishop also replaced the egg with a fake one. So like when I think of thievery, I think of like sneaking around and gadgets but I didn't realize how much like arts and crafts was involved yeah have you seen like Ocean's Eleven mm-hmm. it's like Ocean's Eleven but like one person they were like <laughs> I don't need friends <laughs> I need a master class <laughs> on welding <laughs> um but yeah they they were like pulling those eggs out like they were just they got them at TJ Maxx on sale mm-hmm. <laughs> and like dressed them up a little bit with a glue gun um but yeah, let's see. I was saying the the I took some notes on these. Like I think the one-liners are always good and I do like the I think like Ryan Reynolds often has like a like interpersonal relationship where he is like saying something about how much he like loves the other person when it's like mm-hmm. an unrequited like business relationship or whatever in this case. That's my um, life. <laughs> no. <laughs> But I really like the lines when he was like, like, this is my friend. And he's like, we're not friends. This is my best friend. (laughs) I really like that one. And then, oh, I liked when he referred to them as like, he was like, who's, who's this? And he was like, this is my work wife. And then he said something about a sister wife. (laughs) We're not wives. We're not married. We're getting a divorce and I'm taking the kids. (laughs) Yeah. I really liked, I think those are two of my favorite ones. Um, another one-liner was like the sequence where he there they get into the like the bowl arena, bowl pit, mm-hmm. bowl arena, and he's like saying, Don't move. <laughs> like they can't see if you don't move. And then when Dwayne Johnson says yes or no, was Jeff Goldblum in it? <laughs> and he's like, Oh yeah, what's Jurassic Park? I think that was also one of my favorite lines. So those are my favorite parts. Um, and I did like the twist ending. I looked it up beforehand, so I wasn't surprised. Did you do that like on purpose or did you stumble? No, I was just like, what's going to happen? I don't know. I like to know what's happening while it's happening. I do that too. I've tried to control. (laughs) I do that too. I try to like, I always like read the last page of a book and Mm. I'm like, this makes no fucking sense, but let me get back to that later. And I um I used to be like an avid Googler of endings. And then my friends yelled at me so much that I was ruining the mood and ruining <laughs> the evening of movie watching together. That I, I mean, have- at least that's all you were doing. You know, yeah. like it's not like something fundamental. 
Yeah, it's not like murder. Like I wasn't killing anyone during movie night. I I was just killing the vibe, not killing my friends. (laughs) Um, But I did, I did kind of kick the habit. So I was genuinely surprised um, by the, by the twist ending when I watched it the first time around. Mm -hmm. Um, I will say, okay, let me get to like, I guess some of my like other big questions are like, I think maybe the reason why this one didn't hit me so much is that like, I am always comparing it in the back of my mind to national treasure. And I will say even Ryan Reynolds charm does not hit me the way that like Nick Cage can walk through a conspiracy theory, (laughs) like nothing will ever beat it. And like, it's just like an unattainable height, but I mean, this one didn't have John Boyd and I feel like that's a plus. It is. He adds a lot to the character, mm-hmm. him and his lemon bowl. Um, well, he's but, also, he's just like a, he's a big Trump supporter. Is he? Yeah, that actor. Well, your, your Twitter hasn't caught on to that yet. No, they weren't canceling Angelina Jolie's dad. Yeah, he's made a uh, bunch of like videos where he's seated in front of like an American flag and he's like, Patriots, this is a sad day for no. us. Yeah, he's done a Who lot of that. gave him a phone? He's like 89 years old. What is he doing? 83 years old. Oh, okay. Is this on his Snapchat? <laughs> That's a tragedy. We lost an American <laughs> hero. <laughs> um, But it, it's like, I think like, I think maybe what I like more with spy or criminal or like we're finding a treasure we're finding a big secret thing is the like um national treasure like suspense moment like we usually have like a moment where we're like we like figured out the big thing or we're like walking through like you know a series of (laughs) like of like clues that Nick Cage has suddenly figured out and no one does it like him there's like a moment of suspense and then he's like I'll never forget we were watching this movie and like my friend was like this is ridiculous like and then he did a demonstration of what Nick Cage does in all of these movies and I'll perform it for you now but he was like Nick Cage literally is like pen a pen I have to kidnap the president of the United (laughs) States like that's like the leaps that he takes but I love when he goes off hinge where he's like pen writing JK Rowling, no. <laughs> he no. does the most ridiculous ones going off. I just love, I would love to be in a brainstorming session with, with Nick Cage. I mean, it's, it's very possible that that's just him just brainstorming on set. Yeah. He's like, what is it? He's like trade routes between Indonesia and Siam, Siamese twins. And then he's like, no, no, no. <laughs> and he refrains himself. He gets back into the into the flow of things a little bit better. But it would be nice yeah. if like it always ends at like Kevin Bacon or something. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like six degrees. <laughs> he has yeah, he has six turns to try to connect it all to him. Um, but I do I think so. I think it's just like something that like more suspense feeling because I feel like actually national treasure is not completely like comedy driven and comedy based Mm -hmm. we have like riley and this is like if riley's the main character which i like basically it's like if riley was the main character but he was also like a lot more charming (laughs) (laughs) and like conventionally hot i think riley's hot but i don't think he's supposed to be conventionally hot oh he is the best one Yeah, he's, I mean, uh, we're fucking him out of everyone. And then, like, then we also had the parallel of, like, the one female with an accent. Like, it was just (laughs) um, property damage, history, you know, all of of that was there. Two sets of thieves, like, going against each other. I did watch Uncharted the day before I watched Uncharted. Everything is, it's kind of mixing together. Uncharted didn't make any sense to me. I didn't realize that Uncharted was based on the video game because like there was this man it should have stayed a video game (laughs) there was this man who like clearly was supposed to be a cameo he's like they like walk up onto a beach and he's like oh fell out of a car that fell out of a plane that happened to me last Tuesday and I was like this man obviously is like a cameo I'm like who the fuck is he is like the most boring white man I have ever seen 
So then I like Googled and it was like, blah, 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 who played the voice of blah, 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 in the PlayStation video Did he play game. blah, blah, blah? He did. He played blah, 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 but only blah, blah, blah in the second series. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. But I was like, oh, I didn't even realize. I guess it made sense because a lot of the aspects were like fantastical to the point of unbelievability in, mm-hmm. in the sense that like a video game is supposed to be. Um, but Tom Holland was looking good in that He movie. was, but he just, it wasn't enough to save it for me. And again, I, I feel know. like Tom Holland also plays the same character. I mean, that was Peter Parker jumping from out of the plane. Like, you know, like it's, it's, it's the same thing. Um, he had like a slight Bronx accent this right? time. <laughs> he was bringing and bartending skills. Um, but I yeah, don't remember that in Spider-Man. <laughs> No, that, that's Spider-Man far from home and I need an Uber because <laughs> I cannot drive legally. Um, um, no, but did you like Uncharted or Red Notice better? I think Red there Notice. There is a right answer. Okay, yep, sure. that's the right yeah. answer. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg leaves a lot to be desired. Um, and I kind of hated like all of the characters in that movie except mm. for Tom Holland's character because right. I mean, in all of these like spy criminal thief movies it's like you you never trust a thief (laughs) like they all have trust issues like to the extreme Mm -hmm. and in uncharted it is justified because like the the main female like character yeah i was like god damn it i was like stop doing this i'm like this is tom holland is a stand-up young man i was like he is a 20 year old little boy that is very nice and just wants to see his brother like why are you screwing him over um, I will say like the history part of that one, this is something that I wanted to get to. So like the main history part of that one is like finding these lost pirate ships that are like absolutely like we can't even place the value on them. They're so much a part of history. Like they themselves are priceless and there's a lot of gold inside of them. And then they're like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to helicopter them <laughs> out of this hole that that's like journeying to the center of the earth hole in this cave. And then we're going to just destroy the shit out of them. I was like, yeah. oh, well, there they fucking go. I, was I mean, like, that's national treasure, right? For I mean, like, how long did they find Charlotte before they blew her up? Yeah, I mean, basically, if you're a ship in a spy movie you know, you're, you're not, you're not sticking around for a long time. Um, Ryan that- Reynolds' little, uh, Bali ship. I hope it's okay. The little, um, I love that his little ship was named, um, what is it named? It was named something in reference to Titanic. Oh, like we're going to be okay. Rose is what it was. I, I really liked that. Detail. I liked red notice. Cause I think it implies that maybe the law enforcement goes by like a Roy G. Biv model and like maybe yeah. there's a violet notice and they're like not even worth getting out of bed for. <laughs> and that's they're like ah they like stole a pencil in the eighth grade. <laughs> right. They are on our watch list but low priority. Um that's what I wanted to mention though is like the origin of these like treasure pieces it's like national treasure it's like this is the city of gold that we saved from the confederates in like the civil war mm-hmm. and this one was like this one's nazi treasure mm-hmm. <laughs> let's get out my dad's nazi watch and, and take a little look see right. and i'm like oh that feels like a little icky <laughs> i'm like i'm like are we not i don't know it felt weird that that was like the goal and like it never was really like touched upon in any other way right and like having to turn the watch so it becomes the swastika like like, a little alarming yeah it's like because that's the moment where like we all like cheer right and it's like in national (laughs) no (laughs) ah, (laughs) like yes I can't wait for the treasures inside. Thank you, German soldiers of past. Like, I was like, what are, what's the meaning here behind this? I also found it was interesting when Inspector Dawes talks to the rich guy of like, you know, keeping uh, Nazi stolen loot is against the law. Like you're under arrest. 
that's so specific. Like how many times has that happened? <laughs> like you're the fifth one on our list today. We got to go talk to this other prince, but I just, yeah. I love like any movie that has locations written in like big, bold letters. I don't know, mm-hmm. like Rome, Bali. I love that. Like, I feel like that should be like with more indie movies where it's like school drugstore yeah, I think that would be fun location. Walgreens <laughs> 7 p.m. on a Tuesday <laughs> yeah I just think that's fun um no one wearing gloves was kind of stressing me out um because I feel like hand residue on something that old is alarming like it doesn't really bother me that much in in National Treasure, even though they did wear a lot of gloves in National Treasure. When usually paper documents don't always require gloves because you can't feel how hard or rough you're being with paper documents. But if it was like a hide, then that kind of makes sense. I don't know. That's a whole thing. But I just I, I was like, let's not kiss things. Let's not breathe on them. Let's. I mean, though I will say. It was nice. It was a nice change to see like Rome having Egyptian artifacts or like Argentina or whatever they were at the end instead of like British, like the British left something from Egypt for some other country. That was so nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're like purely from a historical conservation point. (laughs) I am anxious (laughs) throughout this movie. I also just love how the entire like theme of the movie was like, we're different, but we all have daddy issues. So are we really that different? And so it's like uh, the rock character, like dad is a crook, Ryan Reynolds, dad is a cop. Uh, Even Soto Voce, he was like something strangling or something. And then Gal Gadot says, my father made me who I am today. So I'm hoping that maybe like her father was a part-time crook and cop just for like best of both worlds. Like she just gets it. Um, like she's the best. She's like, I had a little sampling of both. <laughs> right? He was like a cop gone to seed. He just, <laughs> he like was a crooked cop that then wasted away. And I mean, the take your right. daughter to work day would be exhilarating. <laughs> Yeah, that's really what sparked her injury. <laughs> and I love the fact that this rich guy has named his daughter Cleopatra. Mm-hmm. I'm going to name my daughter like Banksy. <laughs> and then when she gets married, I'm going to put out a plea with all the thieves of the world. That is so funny. <laughs> um, uh, I also love a good ballroom scene. Brooke and yeah, I that- were in ballroom class, so love that. We were, I could not identify, was that a waltz? I don't know. It was waltz, something. Waltz in A minor. Um, <laughs> waltz in A minor. <laughs> That's on the piano, but you know, <laughs> you could dance in an A minor interpretation as well. <laughs> um, I mean, that's, that's, should I say it? That's what Ansel Elgort is known for. <laughs> That was good. Thank you. I also wanted to talk about what did you think of Soto Voce's voice? Like, I know that's why he was called Soto Voce, but I felt like it was like he needed a cough drop like the whole time. Or it was like, it was also reminded me of like Voldemort's voice. It was like Voldemort if he's like an arms dealer, like, I get to touch you now, you know, like that kind of vibe. (laughs) Yeah. Harry Potter, (laughs) the boy who lived, come to die (laughs) yeah I could not stand it that was also (laughs) that was also a bullet point in my thing but it's like it wasn't like all the time it was like he had like like five lines there where Mm -hmm. he just was normal and then yeah like when he was like trying or when he saw like Gal Gadot dancing with Dwayne the Rock Johnson he was Mm -hmm. like I gotta get a piece of that ass and he like talked normally. And then he went up to give his speech and he was like, <laughs> This is and the I, same knife I killed my father with. Yeah, or the same gun. And he was yeah, like, like, I love this gun. I 
killed my dad with it. I was like, dude, <laughs> I was like, daddy issues. It's the daddy issues movie. I know. I was like, is this a party or like a therapy session? Because I feel like accessible therapy could have changed a lot of these characters. That was going to be like one of my remakes. <laughs> I was like, we give any of them like a guidance counselor in high school that cares about their job. <laughs> they're like, they're working a nine to five. They, they're getting eggs from the grocery store. Like they're not trying to find these across the world. <laughs> like going to be one of my potential remakes, but I like the little like fake fight between what we found out is a fake fight between Gal Gadot and The Rock Mm -hmm. because I just love the like image of them taking stage fighting classes. I don't know. (laughs) Like they show a why did right? (laughs) They're like joining us today are these two (laughs) thieves. You can call us the bishop. (laughs) They're like like you know how um. They do like zip zap zop in like theater and they do like the bishop. <laughs> That's what I would be. <laughs> Wait, what is zip zap zop? Oh, it's just like awful. It's like um, you're in a circle and everyone's staring at each other and you go like zip and then the other person goes like zap zop and whoever like messes up the. Are you hitting them? Or no, it's just like you're sending it to them. I don't know. It's oh, a like horrible, like it was a horrible experience. I don't like, like anything it. like that. I don't like I don't like any group activity. No, there was one time there was like a a warm-up icebreaker thing that we did for like for freshman orientation and then that like we did in like one of my clubs where everyone takes their shoes off and you like stand have you done this one? Everyone takes their shoes off. And you all stand in a circle behind your pair of shoes. And then you say like a general like trait, like I have a dog and whoever else also has a dog has to run across the circle to get to a different pair of shoes. And I, that was like the first freshman orientation warm up thing we did. And I was like, I'm leaving. I was like, I will be excusing myself. Like I have sweaty feet I don't need anyone else like looking at them um it was just it was a foot fetish dream yeah no I've never I've played that game a lot in different camps like I've led that game when I was a camp counselor never heard of the shoe version yeah I think someone who's just pervy (laughs) yeah that's not actually how you play it we were just we were maybe assaulted yeah I was a little confused when they did have a, a camera out and they were zooming in and taking pictures of people's feet as they ran across they were like I have a dog and a foot count on <laughs> only fans. um but yeah wait what were we saying in regards to that point oh they're like going to a theater like, class. classes yeah stunt classes. I just love I just love the idea also why did she take out her hair to fight feel like I know. it would get in your mouth I don't know I just feel like she had a much more fighting hairstyle not Gagado. she was like I need my hair down and it's gonna act I feel like she's the kind of woman where like her hair will do what she wants it to like she has not encountered a bad hair day ever she's like what's that I don't know what that is oh my god is that foreign like she doesn't know what that is I've been uh because it's the what 10th 15th anniversary of the legend of Korra and so mm-hmm. my mind originally like went to like water bending air bending hair bending hair bending yeah she's like you need your hair braided zoop zoop got it <laughs> <laughs> but I was saying that like in actuality they're probably like a really annoying couple to be around mm-hmm. they're like you think that they maybe only have one toothbrush amongst them like yeah. they they share like a name we're not sure who the bishop is like john hartley or whatever has a name but that was probably like all fake you can call me bish and you can call her up up yeah that's my bish what's up (laughs) like it's (laughs) i definitely feel like they're the kind of people who go to a restaurant and ask for a booth and then they sit on the same side yeah you know they start fucking in the booth (laughs) like they are a like menace to society they have Mm -hmm. several like sexual predator like sex in public assault they're going downtown yeah 
<laughs> they are into a little bit of rough foreplay. <laughs> I mean, those but, handcuffs. I know. She's been out before. David, yeah, I'm surprised they weren't like covered in fur and pink, but um but yeah anyways they would be like horribly annoying to be around like I right. so it ends the film ends with Ryan Reynolds being like haha I stole your money and he's like want to be my partner and it's like you don't know what kind of throuple situation you just got yourself into like you're gonna be like I said he's gonna be sharing toothbrush he's not gonna have a name by the end of this so <laughs> I think like if we look at the facts here they're a really annoying couple to be around right it's like, it's like, you know, like, like Gal Gadot's your friend and you're like, hey, girls night and Dwayne the Rock Johnson shows up and you're like, what, who the fuck is this? Like, why is he here? This is girls night. I'm like, he'll put like a face mask on with you and then they like leave early. I'm just, I'm mad. <laughs> no, that's totally it. That's it. But, and the ending with Ed Sheeran. My question, why was Ed so down to like fight for this Egyptian billionaire? Because he like, wants song material. Like he was ready to throw down with like the United States government. After like one song, he was like, this is it. I'm wrecking the guitar. Well, like, his, next, his next song is like, I hate the shape of you, United States government. <laughs> Yeah, you know it's all for that material. Yeah, he's just doing it for the next album. Mm-hmm. The next album is Prison Blues. And well, I'm worried about him because I don't know if you're a big Ed Sheeran fan. I really like Ed Sheeran, but he's had like divide, addition, multiply, subtract. Maybe what's like the next one going to be like Pythagorean theorem? Like I feel like he's just running out. <laughs> Oh my god. It's gonna be the quadratic formula. (laughs) I don't know. I I guess I never noticed that are those his album titles? Mm -hmm. I think yeah, I think vaguely in my mind the album cover art is like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I never it's like it's like if you uh were a math major. And then you went into music and you're like, well, I still have, I paid for the degree. <laughs> like, I'm going to go back to basics here and use what I know. <laughs> yeah. That's I why all that. of my creative writing works are named after famous American history battles. So I can use that American studies degree. Oh my God. I don't need all of my films are named after psychological disorders. <laughs> that I myself have experienced um this like this knowledge about Ed Sheeran is really throwing me my parents like love him and I know like I know like eight of his songs that I like and I've just been like calling it like the x the x (laughs) (laughs) and like it's all coming together for me it's making a lot more sense but is there an equal sign (laughs) There might be. I don't remember, but if not, I think that's actually up next before mm-hmm. the, the Pythagorean. That's like <laughs> in ten years. Did uh, you have any more thoughts about the movie? I think that's it. We can jump into like our remakes. Um, I think this is like a subtle change, but a big one. Um, and I think that instead of Red Notice, this movie should be entitled Red Notice Me, please. Um, so, and I think this is actually the tale of what I want to talk about is this movie instead has this Egyptian billionaire dad, um, has like one single conversation with this daughter that he loves about what she wants. And she clearly looks like she's maybe 22 years old. And she's like, dad, I want the new iPhone. And he's like, oh shit. Like, he's like, I was going to hire like <laughs> every thief in the world to bring me like three eggs from Cleopatra. And she's like, dad, I failed history class. <laughs> she's like, I don't care at all. He's like, no you, lo- you love this. Your name is Cleopatra. You named like, me. <laughs> she's like, I didn't even know Cleopatra was a real person. I thought it was a Lumineer song. Like, she doesn't know. <laughs> like, she does not care. She's like, I want the iPhone 13, dad. I want like a Pomeranian and she wants a new car for her wedding. And he's like, done and done. 
And so the notice me is like, you know, I think they just need to foster. If we can change one father daddy issue relationship, I say we start there. Cause I will say like, let's talk about the ending. I feel bad for the dad. That's like the whole kicker of this is that he like coming from someone whose dad has given them just really off mark gifts. No, (laughs) I wish. wish. So sometimes eggs would have been better. But one, one year for Christmas, my dad gave me a gun when I was like 10. This was a hunting rifle. This was like a rite of passage in rural Pennsylvania, but it was not one that I had ever expressed the slightest bit of interest in wanting to participate in. Was it Cleopatra's gun? No, it was Mark Antony's. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so let me like detail some of my father-daughter gift relationships. So this was like a sequence of like four years in a row. So first year, and this was when like my mom was still letting him buy his own gifts for me. So first it was the hunting rifle. And then the next year, it was a like automatic bow and arrow or like it's called something like it's another hunting thing that's like a really powerful one you were into the hunger games I was into the hunger games I will say this is right around the time but yet again this it's like a compound bow is what it's called I think this one's like hunting specific and I was like I don't need to touch this did you have archery class in school we had archery classes in gym That was like, we routinely did that. And this may be a rural thing, Um, but we routinely had archery classes and there were people who did do archery like as a sport in school, but again, not me. Um, And then the next year after that, he got me a exercise equipment. Again, not asked. You probably shouldn't give any sort of exercise equipment unless specifically asked. You know, it's like that my husband gave me a Peloton (laughs) because Mm -hmm. he said my ass is bad. (laughs) Like, I don't know if that was the motivation, but the exercise equipment (laughs) was picturing your ass is fat. XOXO dad. (laughs) That's the the story you would share in a jail cell with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. (laughs) Yeah. And he would like feel really bad for me. (laughs) Um, But it wasn't like it wasn't like a high intensity exercise equipment. It was literally, it's like this like little bar that you stand on and not even bar. It's like a little platform. Like there's room to stand on it and it shakes back and forth. And that's all it does. Wait, so it's like a shake weight for your feet. You just stand on this and it just jiggles. So it's like a not fun mechanical bull. I don't even know that it has a comparison. It is its own unique energy. But what was it supposed to do? You just shake the fat ass out. I really don't know. I thought it was like like a NASA trial. (laughs) I was getting used to like deep space. (laughs) Yeah, he he had big ambitions for me. Um, And then the next year and the final year that he gave gifts, it was a toothbrush. So dad did his best. Um, For you to share with Gal Yeah, me and the bishop, me and my husband here, our singular toothbrush. I will say it was an electric toothbrush. So it was, you know, he had like a high price point for all these gifts. Um, And I did use it. It was a good, was a good gift. But, you know, that's saying something when the toothbrush is the best gift you've ever gotten from your dad. (laughs) So I, I like, I thoroughly relate to this girl but I feel bad for the dad. Like we have this whole movie. He's like, he's like, oh my God, she's going to love this. It's Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran just takes it right away. So this is actually a very sad movie. This is, <laughs> this is a tale about a relationship that needs to be mended. But yeah, that's... I mean, they had to include one more dad, child relationship gone sour. Inspector Dawes probably has something there. Yeah. I just want to know why we don't have mommy issues. Is that like the mm. sequel? that's like that's like the next movie is they talk about all their moms but yeah that's my remake so what do you think you're going for I think one I think it would be funny if it was um red notice but that egg that Dwayne the Rock Johnson pours coke on at the very beginning that's the real one (laughs) and we just ended there 
<laughs> like everyone just tackles him. They're like, yeah. you have destroyed a priceless heirloom. Yeah. Because touching it with gloves is fine without gloves, but pouring the Coke on it? Whew. Yeah. I feel like that would be dangerous. I mean, like, I don't know much about the, you know, atomic structure of different metals, but I feel mm-hmm. like if you handed Cleopatra a Diet Coke, she would pass away. <laughs> like, that would be too much for her. She needed a Coke Zero. Yeah, the it's the aspartame that really gets you. <laughs> um, and then I also, I think, you know, the soundtrack we end with... Um, like a great song in the ending, but I think of what if the soundtrack was just Dwayne the Rock Johnson top hits? Mm-hmm. So what I want you to do, Brooke, and everyone listening, you one person, close your eyes, and I'm going to reenact a scene for you. So they're standing in front of the Louvre. Dwayne the Rock Johnson says, "What could go wrong?" Gal Gadot turns, everything. And then we go into the music as we pan. It's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. We devour. I can see it. And it's beautiful. And like maybe <laughs> like even their dancing and stuff and the, the ballroom scene. They're dan- dancing to like, I don't know, Moana. Like anything, anything Dwayne has done <laughs> is game. I, th- I think we do it like Bridgerton style though. <laughs> So it's like, it's like, it's about drive, it's about power, but set to the tune of like a night's waltz, you know? Yeah. It's about drive, it's about <laughs> you know? I'm just, I'm just throwing ideas out there. Yeah, that's, that would be, <laughs> I feel like we could just make a whole playlist just of different versions. Then my last one was if um, at the very last minute, it's actually Ben Gates. He's, he's the one who's tipping off Dawes saying someone's going to steal these eggs and we have to do it before they will. Uh, he brings his own old man, but we're going to recast John Voight with like maybe Ian McKellen, maybe Donald Sutherland, one of those. Ian McKellen, gay icon. I'm sure he doesn't like Trump. Because <laughs> I think British, right? Because yeah. I think Red noticed what it really needed was an old man energy. That was really absent. Maybe I'm missing the sidekick energy. Because when you Mm -hmm. have Dwayne and that's a buddy cop, you know, movie. I think maybe I like more leading man and whimsical sidekick. Was Nick Cage a leading man? (laughs) That was... Yes. (laughs) I would let him lead me anywhere. (laughs) Even into like a grave at Trinity Church. Yeah, like into a back alley, no questions asked. I'd be like, we're about to discover something beautiful, no That's matter alarming. what. <laughs> into like his little mausoleum or whatever he's created for himself to be buried yeah. when he dies. But it's like they pick up the the egg and it's already soaked in like Nick Cage's blood because he's always bleeding on things of national <laughs> treasure when they could have chosen any other liquid. Um, he starts soaking the egg in lemon juice to look for a map, just like classic national treasure things. I feel like we needed Abigail though, because she mm-hmm. would be extremely concerned about, you know, document conservation. Right? <laughs> she, we needed her energy there, or Nick Cage's mom. She would have been upset too. Poor Helen she- Mirren married to John Voight in that movie. Who? We'll get a recast. Don't worry, Helen. <laughs> Good thing she was an ink heart with Brendan Fraser. <laughs> love her. Love him. Any other concluding thoughts before we go into what we've seen recently, which I guess for you is nothing good. <laughs> Just like same old, same old man. Um, but no, I think, I think, like I said, I don't hate it. I like it. Would watch it again if prompted if provoked I think I've said that about the last like yeah no way I'm like what would watch if held at gunpoint like wouldn't make too much of a fuss you still have the hunting rifle <laughs> to be utilized for this purpose we do have like our we have a room that just has a pool table in it that's my dad's room the pool table room as we call it that's where and- he sleeps or <laughs> no that's where he plays pool but we have 
<laughs> he does have like it's very man-ish and there's a huge elk skin on the wall elk fur actually elk hide and lots of elk antlers and three guns three hunting rifles and mm. cowboy hats do you ever hunt no <laughs> no I literally one time in my life he bought that gun for me when I was like 12 or whatever and then I did take a hunter safety course to get to get your hunting license and I did score a 100% on the exam and my dad had to also take the class to get his hunting license in the state of Pennsylvania and he scored a 98% so what do they test you on like oh it was extensive I had to learn how to like gut and disembowel and prep your deer like in once you kill it you're supposed to do it like right there I had to learn that I had to learn there was a practical portion of this exam where you like have like a plastic gun in your hand and they make you go through an obstacle course to see like if you would ever accidentally like laser tag (laughs) yeah they honestly the laser tag portion and they make you like walk through this obstacle course and there was not a single point where I wasn't pointing my gun at someone. I was, I was like the person in like, uh, like a show where it's like, whoa, and like, that was me. I was like, oh, I have to hop under this fence. Let me aim this gun at the person next to me while I tiptoe carefully. So I will <laughs> just shoot the fence. Yeah. Like, uh, so on paper, I am an excellent study in, in the art of hunting in practice. Never done it. Will not do it. The only time I shot that rifle was on a Father's Day, like three years ago. Where it's we- like said of OJ, this is the gun I killed my father with. No, this is the gun. This is the gun I went to a, um, a shooting range with my dad with on Father's Day of like 2019, and I shot it. I think twice, and I I hit the mark. Like I am lethal because. I will be pointing my weapon um, mistakenly, but I will aim very well. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I can't remember what point that stemmed from, but I did have to take a hunter safety course. Interesting. I did never hunt. Um, So what have you been watching lately? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been watching Bones, I think, which I talked about mm-hmm. last time. Still keeping up with that. Um, I watched Is Uncharted. the spinoff Ligaments? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. <laughs> silence was so loud. <laughs> I was trying to come up with something witty, but I'm hungry. I haven't eaten dinner yet. So <laughs> it was just an honest answer. <laughs> um no it's not I wish there was a spinoff they killed like all the good characters and the series lasted for like 15 years it's one of those like long hauler ones I would recommend it though um Zoe Deschanel's sister Emily Deschanel I watched Uncharted oh I I didn't watch this but I did play um a video game with podcast regular Michaela Decay went to her house traveled to her house in Connecticut and we did play um Quarry which was a video game um Mm. and I will say like I feel like I have the potential to get addicted to video games like every time I've come into contact with one I've been like wow this is so fun like Sims I never Microsoft Solitaire you can't tear me away yeah I feel like I've never played either of those don't know how to play solitaire but I feel like if you got me onto it um I would get fully invested like I did go a little too hardcore when I was like eight years old on like Barbie's horse adventure which is like the only video game I ever owned and played and like I got too into it um what else oh my roommate and I just started fear the walking dead um Mm. had been watching walking dead like two years ago during the pandemic pandemic so loud during the early stage of the pandemic and um we stopped after like I think four seasons or so once Mm -hmm. like Deegan gets introduced we stopped there and that's the point that I stopped 
the first time that I'd watched through the series. So I have not seen past that point and I've given it two goes. So we just started Fear the Walking Dead, which is their spinoff series. Are you going to uh, do Tales of the Walking Dead, which is the new one with Terry Crews and oh, really? Munn? Yeah, that's the one that just came out like last week. Is it supposed to be in the Walking Dead like universe still or is it? Just I think a- so. I don't know. I don't know much about it, but that's like the new one that just launched. Interesting. So far, Fear the Walking Dead is like nowhere near as good as Walking Dead. But yeah, that's it. What about you, Maria? Um, <clears throat> I, I've been watching Zoe 101. It's a fantastic nice. show. Um, I saw Extremely Wicked, Shockingly oh. Evil and Vile. I saw Nope as well. That's nope. I just looked at my thing. Yes, that's a big one that I saw. Did you like uh, it? I did. I did. Out of my most recent watches, I would say that one has been my most positive. Um, what would you score it out of five? Keep in mind that you scored this one 3.5. Four out of five. Ooh. Um, Ooh. It was really interesting. I think I do need to rewatch that one. Um, but speaking of The Walking Dead, it did have Stephen Yoon. Yoon, mm-hmm. that is last name. How do you, I don't I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but from Glenn from The Walking Dead. So mm-hmm. there's that crossover. Sorry to interrupt, but that, <laughs> I knew there was one more thing looked at my list. So that um, is it. You saw um oh incredible Ted Bundy, yeah Zac Efron. You saw Tia's in torture. Instead. <laughs> Tia's in Troy. Tia's in torture. Haha, <laughs> that's a serial killer high school musical joke. Um, and then I started watching pieces of her, but I got really bored. It's what like a the mom has been in like witness protection or something, and then she gets national media attention. It was just really boring. I also watched The Staircase, which is based on the like true crime thing about this guy who might have like pushed his wife down the staircase or something and that also got boring and she Um, died yeah that deserved like a whole yeah it's like a whole series yeah uh because there was like a french documentary or something while the court case was going on so it was like very interesting for the time um and then i watched the guilty with jake gyllenhaal which i actually really enjoyed um, cause it's like a, uh, police like 911 caller and you'd like, don't see anyone else, but I was somehow not bored. Um, but obviously Jake Gyllenhaal is like, <laughs> but no, we don't like him either. Right. Yeah. I mean, with all the Taylor Swift stuff, which is disappointing. Cause I have his autograph. Yeah, you saw him in when he was doing the New play. York. Yeah. And then I also saw um, the other guy doing it. No one was really asking for his autograph. It was like a two-man play. And so I asked him for his autograph. Um, and now he's like the lead in what, the Sandman or something, Tom Sturridge. So I'm glad I got that. Um, you knew he was an up-and-comer. <laughs> right? I'm like, I was like, you guys, you got to listen to this. <laughs> a little... Uh, recruiter um and then I saw the call which is another 911 operator movie I was you just uh, you want a genre <laughs> um I saw Tolly with um which I really liked Tolly and Kodachrome which are like two indie movies that I really liked um Crooked House which I've talked to Brooke a lot about the Agatha Christie um adaptation with our girl Glenn Close love her um, I mean, but it was before Knives Out. What year was it? I mean, it was Agatha Christie. So like a while, <laughs> like a good while. Like they ripped her off. <laughs> right. I thought that the whole like switching medications thing was like so novel, but the only thing they really invented was Chris Evans in a sweater. So <laughs> that's all they could claim. Hey, that brought a lot to the movie though. I will right? say. <laughs> Um, and then I'm watching Only Murders in the Building. The season finale is tomorrow. So that's that's anxiety inducing. And then I've been watching Echoes on Netflix, which is like about, it's like the twisted version of the parent trap where like two twins switch places to like, and one like blows up the other one's life and there's all this murder and stuff. So 
you have been on such a spooky I know crime and true crime like theme there wow yeah I don't know I feel like that's not your normal like that's not your normal persuasion either it's a cry for help okay (laughs) and I've just been watching like nothing (laughs) so interesting those all sound good though now now I kind of want to watch like a true crime thing I have so many suggestions. Yeah, I don't recommend The Staircase or Pieces of Her, but Echoes is pretty good. Only Murders is really good. So, yeah, I would really recommend Only Murders in the Building. I don't know why, but Selena Gomez seems like she would be mean to me. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I feel I have a hard time. Are you just picturing her as Alex Russo? It's like 80% yes, but 20% like her as a person. She just like looks like my one cousin who is really mean to me. So I'm going to like put that blame on her and anything Selena Gomez related. I'm like, I don't trust it. So Mm. I don't know that I can fully. Did you not like Fundamentals of Caring when we watched it before we escaped a hurricane? I was distracted by (laughs) by the hurricane portion. It allowed me to watch it, but. So we have to wait for a hurricane for you to watch only burners in the building. Yeah, that'll be the only scenario in which I'll do it. I'll be like, ah, Selena will get me through. (laughs) But other than that, she seems like she would make fun of me. (laughs) Yeah, same with um, Harrison Ford. Her and and Harrison Ford are on my shit list. What a weird combo. (laughs) They just seem mean. I'm just picturing like baby you on a playground and then current age Harrison Ford and Selena Gomez just like pointing and laughing yeah that, I think that's it they, I'm like I don't I get bad vibes <sighs> yeah thank you so much for listening um this has been remake hot take you can find us on Instagram Twitter TikTok Gmail as remake hot take uh, Brooke, where can they find you? <laughs> they can find me at my house if they try really hard. <laughs> um, but be careful, you have a whole room of guns. I, I do. Three guns. Three I guns. don't know where the bullets are. <laughs> um, the thought counts. Uh, You've just admitted it. <laughs> they they don't watch this part of the podcast. They clicked off after, after we talked about our last things we watched. Um, they can find me on Instagram at Cup, at Twitter at ReeseBrook1, and that's it. You can find me at Maria Schwarz, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, wherever you want to find me. I'll be there. Where you lead, I will follow anywhere, anywhere. And you tell me to if you need I will follow where you lead. What's that from? Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls, that's right. If you're out on the road, ta-ta!